All right, so you've had a few days to sit on this. The Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions for the 2022 season. So I want to know, where do you rank Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes now a two-time Super Bowl champion. Two-time MVP. He's the first player to win MVP and then win the Super Bowl in the same year. It's been 23 years, 24 years. Hasn't been done since 1999. Patrick Mahomes, in this short burst, has done something amazing, right? So where do you now rank Patrick Mahomes all time? Right now, currently, right? And when you rank him, you're also giving the expectation of where he's going to be in the next five to ten years. That's the way I look at it. Because, listen, I, I was I'm rooting. I was rooting against Kansas City because it's it's territory, right? The Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs was a rival. Like Andy Reid and Bill Belichick, they draft Patrick Mahomes, get him in the system. You have some bouts of Brady versus Mahomes when it was Patriots and Chiefs. Patriots winning in Kansas City, AFC title game. To win the Super Bowl in 2018. But then Kansas City coming to your house in 2019. With the Nikhil Harry that should have been a touchdown. You lose to Patrick Mahomes. Like no one ever comes to Foxborough and win. And now everybody does. So you had that little rival going on. You want to root again. You don't want to see another dynasty. We're gonna, we have a lot to discuss here. In this episode. But first and foremost. We got to get down to where do you rank Patrick Mahomes. Because all the pundits out there, all the analysts, they're riding Mahomes right now. They are saying Mahomes is coming for Brady. Mahomes is the greatest of all time. And it's like pump the brakes for a second for that. When Tom Brady won his third Super Bowl in four years, people were still saying he's not better than Montana. People were saying he's not better than Peyton Manning. Like, And Manning hasn't even won anything at that point yet. In terms of Super Bowls. Like people wanted to push back Tom Brady in the early 2000s. Even when Brady won Super Bowl 49. 10 years later after winning his third Super Bowl. And mind you he lost two Super Bowls in between that time. So he was 4-2 and two in Super Bowls. People still were putting Tom Brady down. Saying he's not better than Montana. Because Montana went 4-0 and in the Super Bowl. It wasn't until... Super Bowl 51, where they said Tom Brady, okay, he's the GOAT. But still people would push back on it, right? But it's just crazy because Mahomes has had this amazing short burst. And they're already crowning him as the GOAT. The GOAT, the GOAT thing needs to retire. Here's, here's, here's my take here. First and foremost, no one is ever going to touch Tom Brady. He is the GOAT. The GOAT of the GOATs. The word GOAT. In the NFL should be banned. Banned. B-A-N-N-E-D. Banned. Like World of T-shirts on Tinder. That that goat talk is done. It's Tom Brady. That's it. No more goats. Come up with some sort of new name. Because here's the thing. If you want Mahomes to pass Brady. Mahomes would have to win. In my eyes. He'd have to win. Four more Super Bowls. He'd have to have six. And he'd have to do it in the next 
five to seven years. Like, if he won six Super Bowls in a 10-year span, all right, we have a conversation. Well, I don't, that's not, that's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. And also, Tom Brady beat Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl head-to-head. That's enough to say, you ain't touching my spot. That's it. It's Tom Brady. Tom Brady at, what, 43 years old, 42 years old? Beat Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So, like, no. Tom Brady's number one. Always will be number one. He is the GOAT. Get rid of that name. Now, can Pat Mahomes be the second greatest quarterback of all time? Yes. Yes, he can. And I believe just based on what he has done in the last five to six years, Pat Mahomes has already elevated himself, in my opinion. He's already in the top ten. I think he's creeping into the top five. And I don't I don't want to like have this huge debate of here's one, two, three, four, five, right? Because you really have to dive into the history of the league. You'd have to dive into the era of which these quarterbacks play in. But if you want to take that modern era, I mean I, I would rank right now, I would rank Mahomes over Brett Favre. I'd rank him over Eli Manning, I'd rank him over Drew Brees. I would rank Pat Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers. Like, what he's done, because you're ranking it based on what he's done so far and the expectation to keep this going forward, right? That's the way I look at it. So I would rank Pat Mahomes right now. If I had to say greatest of all times, I'd probably rank him fourth. Right now. That's crazy, right? And I'm only saying that because you're going to take somebody like Tom Brady and I'll give Joe Montana two and I will put Peyton Manning at three. And you think that's a little bit crazy, but if Peyton Manning didn't have an arch rival of Tom Brady in the AFC for all those years, I think Manning would have won a, a couple more Super Bowls. But... I look at Manning's career as an overall. I, I think Mahomes is like right there though with the Peyton Manning. Like I, I give you gotta give Mahomes another couple years and he's gonna officially pass him. Like give him another Super Bowl. Um, I would say he has to win another MVP, but I, I mean I put Mahomes in the top five already. And that's with the expectation he's gonna continue succeeding in the league. But that's it. Like anybody that says Mahomes is the greatest of all time, like, stop. Now Cherish what you have. Like, this is exciting. This is this is now exciting. Like, as a football fan, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be a hater on Mahomes, but as a football fan, I'm, I'm excited now. All right, we got some juice now in the league. Because look at what the league is now producing at quarterbacks. You know, I'm, th- I'm 31, and you grow up on this modern era of quarterbacks. All the, all the great weekends of Sundays that you're watching football, the Roethlisberger's, Rivers, uh, Brady, Manning, uh, you, you, just the the greatness of quarterbacks that you've seen, that they all are now retired. They're out of here. And this new wave of quarterbacks, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts on the biggest stage, Super Bowl Sunday, proved that he belongs. He proved it. We all have been disbelieving in the Eagles. 
They haven't played a good team yet. They have not played a good team this season. And even last year with Jalen Hurts, there was even Eagles fans saying this guy can't do it. He did it in the Super Bowl. He did it. He was also the reason why they lost in in some sort of way. The fumble, fumble six. At some point, you have that major turnover and that costs you the game. But he kept them in it. He kept it going. He doesn't play defense. Three rushing touchdowns, passing touchdown. He gave Kansas City a touchdown. Jalen Hurts has proved that he is the top dog of the NFC for years to come. But there's this young wave of quarterbacks that's going to push this league for the next 10 years, and and that's what's going to be exciting about football. You're going to have some big marquee matchups. We're going to be excited. Even as a Patriots fan, you're going to be excited to watch some of these other teams and what they can do. And it puts pressure on the New England Patriots. It puts pressure on what happened to, like, like with the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, the way I look at it, let me do the bad spin zone here. That puts a ton of fucking pressure on the New England Patriots. Robert Kraft should be looking at that. I'm like, all right, this team has it figured out. They've been figuring out for the last five years. And now they're gunning for us. Again, territory, right? The Patriots are the dynasty within the dynasty of the dynasty, right? Well, this this team's building their new dynasty, Bill. Hey, Bill, like you better get your fucking shit together and get our team back to a winning championship caliber team. And that's why I'm like I'm excited for the Patriots this upcoming year. Because Bill Belichick knows his ass is in that hot seat, right? You go out, get Bill O'Brien. Their defense is always is already great. They can get that offense up and running with this upcoming free agency next month, with the draft in two months. Bill already out coaching and the Shrine Bowl, and they're getting their shit together. The Patriots aren't just going to lie down. And, and now you have that added pressure where Kansas City is the team to beat. You still have Buffalo, who's been running the AFC East. You don't know what's going to go on with the, with the New York Jets. Sean Payton now in Denver. Like, there's a lot of movement in the AFC. Joe Burrow, obviously, in Cincinnati. We'll see what happens with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. There's competition. So I I think that, again, Kansas City winning puts the pressure on the Patriots. And this is it for Bill. Like, if if Bill Belichick has an under 500 season, that's going to be tough. Do you can him? There's no excuses. Like, right now, there's no... You have to get back into the playoffs. And I think the Patriots were a somewhat competitive team this year in spurts. It's just there was inconsistency. This is episode 18, Babs on the Mic. This episode brought to you by KM All-Star Sports Store, located at Foxwoods Tanger Outlets. Stop by KM for all your sports memorabilia needs. I got to get my ass back down there to Foxwoods at some point. It was a little tied up for the Super Bowl. Did not make my way down there. But got to get to KM, show them some love, and give them a follow on Instagram. KM All-Star Sports Store. I want to talk about the word dynasty dynasty right here is what you need to do as you're listening to me just hit google and google dynasty in sports and if you go to the wikipedia page and you look up dynasties within the gridiron football section 
All of the dynasties listed in gridiron football, all are teams that have won three championships within a four to five to six year span. Those are labeled as dynasties. I have not seen any team that was labeled a dynasty. I looked at some of the other sports. Where are what are dynasties? The only one that I could find that would be comparable, and this is like 15 to 20 dynasties that I looked. The only thing that I could find comparable that was labeled the dynasty was the Cincinnati Reds, where they won two championships in I believe a four-year period, and they won like five straight consecutive like uh um NL pennants like it was it was something like that. That was the only thing I could find comparable. To call the Chiefs a dynasty right now, it's just it's just a reach. It feels like a reach. Yes, they went to five straight AFC title games. Yes, they went to three Super Bowls. Yes, they've won two of them. Yes, their quarterback won the MVP and the Super Bowl MVP in the same season hasn't been done in 20 plus years. It's just a little too early to call them a dynasty. Cuz like I look at it this way like uh the the Pittsburgh like the Pittsburgh Steelers like they won two championships in the 2000s like are they called a dynasty for what they've done? Like you know Ben Roethlisberger winning two like they don't no one calls Pittsburgh a dynasty. Like I I just feel like you have to be a dynasty in that short that short reign. Like, you have to win three championships in five years. Like, or six years. Like, the, the San Francisco Giants in baseball, they won a championship every other year. They won three in six years. That's a dynasty. You have to win to be a dynasty. Now, if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they win next year, they win the following year, they have two years to do it, I will say they're a dynasty. They are officially a dynasty. I think everyone just wants to ride the meat. They just want to be like, yep, Chiefs of the dynasty. Like they want to label it because they want to say the Patriots are truly the past. Get the New England Patriots out of here. We're done with them. They're not a dynasty just yet. They are on the cusp of being the dynasty. Even if they go to the AFC title game again next year and lose, they're not, they're still, it's not official. I, you got to win another championship in the next two years. Could you, could you push and reach for a third year? Maybe. It, probably. But you got to win one more. It's got to be three championship wins in a, in, a, in a span. Look it up. I'm not wrong about this. And this is not me hating and saying, you're just saying this because you're a Patriots fan. It's just that's that's how it is. Look at all the gridiron football dynasties. None of them, none of them that are listed have a team that only has two championship wins. And this goes back to the NFL championships. So I just that's it's my that's my little little spiel there. I will say this about the Patriots. What's fun about Super Bowl week and the Super Bowl is the Patriots. Just get named over and over and over again. I put that tweet out there. It said something about how the Patriots were named 250 plus times in the media guide for the Kansas City Chiefs. And they were named 130 times in the Eagles media guide. 
Like, you cannot talk about Super Bowl Sunday. You cannot talk about Super Bowl without mentioning the New England Patriots, right? And that's all thanks to Tom Brady. That's all thanks to Robert Kraft. That's all thanks to Bill Belichick. To go nine times to the Super Bowl in that 20-year span, it's hard to not talk about them. Even in their losses, their three losses in that span. And even talking about Drew Bledsoe. And even talking about 1980s. There are two other appearances. 11 appearances overall. 11 appearances in a 57-year span of a Super Bowl. It's awesome. And I agree with you people out there. You do not want to live in the past. Like the, the Patriots just won the Super Bowl like four years ago. Right? Five, like four years ago. 2000, technically 2019. And you're still like, people are saying, oh, you're living in the past. Four years ago ain't that far back. Now, if we're talking 10 years ago, that's a difference. That was the big deal back in 2014 when the Patriots went 2-2, two and two, right? Patriots went 2-2 two and two to start the season. Brady had an awful game in Kansas City. And this is, again, why the Kansas City rivalry kind of happens here. And the media was saying, well, it's been 10 years since Tom Brady's won a Super Bowl. They're 2-2. Two and two. Is he done? And I think once you give that 10-year mark, if you don't win anything, you're, you are living in the past. Like Celtics fans, like Celtics fans, right? They're living in the past. 2008. The last time you ended up winning a, 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 a championship. Even Bruins fans, if you're still living off that 2011 championship, you're kind of living in the past. You got to live for the now. I know you get back there, the finals and the Stanley Cup, like... It, it, we're not the Patriots nation. Like you're not living in the past yet. It's still pretty current because you still have the same owner. You still have the same head coach that was involved in that. But you do have to get back there. And I believe in it. I believe in it. If you told me right now, is this Patriots team Super Bowl caliber? I'll say no. Because you watch these games that you've just seen. Could the Patriots be competitive? Yes. They're just not there yet. And I don't think, and I don't blame the defense. The defense is going to keep them in the games. It's just where is this offense going to go? And special teams, like one of the big plays in the Super Bowl, Kadarius Tony with like a sixty-five yard kick return. Special teams, you can't let that happen. And the Patriots were letting things like that happen the last year or two, which is very unlike them. Let's keep this moving forward here. I got a couple other things to talk about. They're just going to pop in my head. No agenda here. Just things that are popping in my head. Uh, let's talk about Tom Brady. He officially filed his paperwork to retire. So he retires a buck, technically. I know people want this one-day contract. I talked about this in the last episode. And I said it's just, it means nothing. What it's going to mean something is Tom Brady just showing up, being in the Pats Hall of Fame. I want Tom Brady to be around... Foxborough a little bit more often in some sort of capacity. And I, I like that this uh, Tom has talked about this recently. Brady isn't going to go to Fox next year. He's going to take a full year off. He says he wants to prep for the job. So that kind of leaves the door open for Brady to be around Foxborough next year, in my opinion. You know, Brady probably has some prior obligations this summer to go and do his thing, whatever it might be. 
But when the fall time comes, you know, it's training camp in the fall, I'm sure that he's going to want to stay away from football because he's talked about it in his Let's Go podcast. It's it's going to be hard to transition from knowing that's what it is for the last 30 years. Is This is how I get ready every season. So I'm sure he needs some personal time away. But there'd be nothing better than opening day for the Patriots next year and Tom Brady's in attendance. He's with Robert Kraft in the in the in the in the in the booth. I feel like maybe that's why Brady's kind of leaving next year open. Is to maybe make some appearances, whether that's down in Tampa, whether that's, you know, uh in Foxborough. I'm I'm sure that Brady's gonna be some involved in football in some sort of capacities here and there next season. And I'm excited for that. But we don't have to linger on this one-day contract. It's, it's dumb. It means nothing to retire a Patriot. You already know 20 years of his career is dedicated to the New England Patriots. Six out of the seven Super Bowls are dedicated to the New England Patriots. He is a New England Patriot. Like, when he goes to the Hall of Fame, it's not like he's going to go in the Hall of Fame as Tom Brady. He's not going to go in as a Patriot. He's going in as a Patriot and Buck, like, but he's not going to go out there and wear a hat that says Patriots on it. He's going to thank the Patriots long in his speech. Five years from now, he's going to thank the Tampa Bay Bucks for taking him in and taking a chance, and he wins another Super Bowl. But I think what we want is we just want to see Brady involved in the organization in some sort of capacity. And maybe you see Brady get a piece of the, a piece of the organization. Maybe he gets a percentage. He wants to be maybe a part owner. The Kraft should do that. The Kraft should make him an offer. He's the reason why the Patriots have made so much money and why the Patriots are worth so much. Give him a piece of the organization. Give him, give him 20%. 25%. Brady deserves that. That's how you keep Tom Brady around. You make him a serious offer. You are our, org- you are our organization. That's how you keep Tom Brady around. Now, on the flip side, I've seen... The little reports coming up over the last couple days that Gronk, Rob Gronkowski, well, I would take a one-day contract with the New England Patriots and retire a Patriot. Fuck him. I love Gronk in the sense of what he's done. Don't forget my young Gronk days. The spiking and, and the personality, it was fun to have him here. But man, my, my heart was crushed when he left here, in the sense of how he left here. He left on bad terms, in my opinion. And he bashed the organization a couple times on his way out and even out of here. Yes, the people could side with Gronk and saying, well, Bill tried trading him away for a first-round pick to Detroit, and that was wrong. It's called business. It's business, people. He's trying to see the offer of what he could get for Rob Gronkowski. And if you could get a first-rounder for Rob Gronkowski... Bill's trying to set his team up for success for the next couple years. Bill isn't trying to leave this team high and dry. Bill might have been fed up with the injuries and how he handles himself. All right, we got to move Rob. This is what this is the offer. And however that got handled is how it got handled. And then in 2019, when Rob retired, and you saw how great the defense was in 2019, the offense just couldn't figure it out. There was all this rumors of Gronk coming back, Gronk coming back. If Gronk was inserted on that 2019 team, they would have not lost to Miami at the end of the season. They would have not lost to Tennessee at the end of the season. 
And I think the Patriots would have been competitive for a Super Bowl that year. Truly. And I think that Rob Gronkowski hyping himself up. Hey, guys, I got a big announcement coming up in November. I got a big announcement. And everyone's like, oh, is he going to come back and end up being Gronk Beach? He used the Patriots fan base at the last minute to market something for himself. And then he seduces, I'm going down to Tampa and unretired. So I just, that one day stuff, like Gronk's going to be a Patriots Hall of Famer. He's going into the actual Hall of Fame. Like his number's obviously not getting retired because other people have worn 87 since then. There's not going to be some statue of Rob Gronkowski. He is part of what the winning culture was in that second half of the dynasty. But as I think as time moves on, and Gronk, again, Gronk's going to be in the Pats Hall of Fame. As time moves on, I think Rob's going to be pushed down a little bit more. Like, if you wanted to rank somebody, you Julian Edelman gets all the love. Edelman has done it the right way. The Patriots might have had to bend over backwards to make sure he's done it the right way. But out of the second half of the dynasty, it's Edelman over Gronk. Edelman winning a Super Bowl MVP. Edelman who played in all of those three championship winning uh, seasons. Because remember, Gronk didn't play in Super Bowl 51. The greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, Rob Gronkowski was not on the field. He was injured. Yes, Gronk should have Gronk won the next year in Super Bowl 52. And I, I get that. And it was Brady's. They lost. They lost. It's it. They lost. And that Edelman retired as a Patriot, he stuck it out. He tried sticking it out in 2020 with Cam Newton. He retired a New England Patriot. He had the opportunity to go down to Tampa, and he stayed retired as a New England Patriot. And will the number 11 get retired? I No, it, and it shouldn't because, you know, yeah, Drew Bledsoe wore it, and then Edelman wears it. it the number 11 has to go to somebody, you know, worthy of it, and, and that's what's going on, but... I just look at Edelman means more to the organization than Rob Gronkowski. And I'm glad that Edelman retired a Patriot. He stayed retired as a Patriot. He didn't. He could have He could have went down to Tampa with Tom. And it made the right move. And I'm, I'm glad. I was a little nervous. I didn't want him to be a snake. So uh, that's, that's, my, that's my spiel on that. Talking about people moving on from teams. There's going to be some shakeup in the league. And we've already saw it. Derek Carr released from the Las Vegas Raiders. No shock there. You knew that was going to happen once they benched him for Jarrett Stidham, my boy. Um, Where's Derek Carr going to land? He's now a free agent. I think he lands in New Orleans. They're talking about going to the Panthers. If he goes to the Panthers, you're an idiot. Go to New Orleans. Go to a team that's set up for you. Explore your options. But it feels like he's going to stay, whether it's in the South, whether he's going to be in a dome. Maybe he goes to Tampa. Maybe he goes out West. Maybe he goes to San Francisco. That team's set up to win if they have the right quarterback there. I think Derek Carr over the last, you know, since the last 10 years, since he's been in the league, he's, in my mind, he's an above-average quarterback. Some years, top 10. He has the passing yards. I think he's only been over 30 touchdowns once, though. But he's got to be in that right system to win. It's kind of like when Matt Stafford left Detroit 
and went to the Rams. He's got to figure out the right system. I think with it coming to Derek Carr, next year is probably his only year he's going to have that real shot. He's got to make sure he picks the right team for it. So now when you look at the Las Vegas Raiders, what are they going to do at the quarterback position? So first of all, it was all about they're going to go for Tom Brady. Like, you know, Carr, it's Carr's team. Boom, he's getting booted. Then it's Tom Brady's going to come to Las Vegas and save us. He retires. Then it's Aaron Rodgers now. Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded. Doesn't look like he's going to end up going there. And I think Josh McDaniels will look stupid to get rid of Derek Carr for Aaron Rodgers and have to make a trade for that. I think that would be dumb. It's Jared Stidham. It's got to be Jared Stidham. And I'm excited to see where Stidham ends up landing this upcoming free agency. And speaking of Aaron Rodgers, is he going to go to the Jets? We're going to figure that out. Is Lamar getting tagged by the Ravens? What is Seattle going to do? Are they going to stick with Geno Smith? Are the Houston Texans going to take Bryce Young first overall? Or, or are they going to trade up? Or like what? It, you know, because Chicago has that. And there's talks about trades happening. That it's Right this week is going to kind of die down a little bit. But as we get closer to free agency, it's, it's going to be a booming NFL offseason. And I will say this. The leagues are competitive against each other in some sort of capacity. Like NFL's king, right? 113 million viewers for the Super Bowl. But I felt like this Super Bowl week, the week leading into the Super Bowl, was actually overshadowed by the NBA. The NBA had a crazy trade deadline. Russell Westbrook traded. Kyrie traded. Kevin Durant traded. Some big marquee names that almost every day the NBA kind of took over headlines for the sports world. You know, the game itself was awesome. The Super Bowl's awesome. The Super Bowl's going to sell. It's, you're going to watch it. But I just felt like when you dominate headlines, like the NFL loves to dominate headlines. I think they're going to do that this offseason. There's a lot, of, a lot of quarterback kind of movement that you're going to see. And, I, and I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, let's see. Um, what, what's Babs doing now? The football season's over? Like, what do you have planned? There's, there's like, there's nothing, right? It's Celtics. It's Celtics Bruins season. The end of this month, um, myself and GRD are going down to Philly. Speaking of Philly, I mean, they've lost the MS, MLS championship. They've lost the World Series. They lost the Super Bowl. They're a little down and out. Their Sixers aren't going to fucking win anything this year. And now it's a little Celtics season for Babs. Start paying attention to that. Last night, I watched some of the games. So now I start watching basketball. I was like, this is like, I, I pay attention, but now I just start watching because this is what the sport's on right now. So, and in and, and and hockey. But end of the end of the month, myself and GRD, we're going to be down in Philly. We're going to be down in New York doing two road games in a three-day span. That's going to be fun. And uh, that's it. I mean, just hopefully everybody has a has a, has a fun offseason. There's, there's these... Next couple of months, it goes like this. You have the free agency that comes up in March. In April, you have the draft. In May, the schedule gets released. That's when you start planning out your trips and everything like that. But until then, it's just slow news on the football front. Slow news coming out of Foxborough. Not much that you're going to be able to handle in terms of, like, I want to talk about something. Like, I see, like, on Twitter, it's like, oh, Mac Jones is working out. Like, that's cool. Oh, Mac Jones went on a date with Sophie for Valentine's Day. Like, okay. <laughs> like, 
Don't care. But I'm, I, I just have a lot of high hope in the coaching staff. I hope that we're going to hear some, if we hear any news, it's more additional news coming from the coaching staff in terms of who's placing where and what. I hope right now as I'm recording this at One Patriot Place, they're getting to work for next season, studying their opponents. The Patriots have two great games. They're hosting both the Eagles and the Chiefs next year. Both that were in the Super Bowl. Already circle that down. Well, you can't because you don't know. But circle it as a marquee game. These are two teams that went to the Super Bowl the year before. That are going to be kind of similar in what they have for their team. Circle that down. Those are two must-win games to prove yourself to the rest of the league. And maybe you could catch them on a Super Bowl hangover. You know what I would love? I want the Patriots to play Kansas City early. Dude, Kansas City's going to open up at home. They're going to open up on that Thursday. I want to see them play Kansas City in, in September. I want to see them have that big game right away. Whether it's the second, third week of the season. Or even on the flip side, I want to see them play Philadelphia right away. Second or third week of the season. I want them to have a big matchup, marquee game right away. Set the tone for the season. I want them to play Buffalo the first week of the season. I wouldn't mind Patriots at Buffalo week one. I want them to play a big marquee game right away. Set the tone for the season. But we'll see. I'm excited when the schedule comes out. All right, that's it. Babs in the Mic, episode 18. Brought to you by KM All Star Sports Store. We'll talk soon. If any news comes out, we'll talk about it. Peace.